Welcome everyone to another session of Principles of Design. Today we're going to look at aspirations engineering to innovate for emerging markets. What does that mean? We'll be delving into aspirations engineering. Before I delve into the session, I want to show you this map. Look at GDP growth rates by region. All right. Now you have Africa. You have South America. You have all the regions here. I want you to pay attention to Africa. Look at the GDP in Africa. All right. And how high it is. All right. So just take note of that. And now look at Africa into detail, the countries in particular, Nigeria, Ghana, Sierra Leone, Ethiopia. You can see that GDP is rising. All right. And this is data from 2010. Now, there are different articles that have been written about the future is African. And this article speaks about how in Africa now, internet connectivity is spreading across Africa and how um, phone usage um, is also spreading within the continent and how this is um, fostering development um, in Africa. This article also speaks about how Africa is poised to power the next phase of global economic growth. Very important. And this article talks about how Africa is contributing um, to global economic growth. Now, since we are looking at aspiration engineering to innovate in emerging markets, we have to know what emerging markets are. What are the characteristics of emerging markets? And this was originally coined, coined by uh, World Bank Economics, Antoine Van. And some of the, the, the popular phrases for emerging markets are the world's fastest growing economies, experiencing rapid informationalization, and um, also rapid growth and industrialization um, and restructuring economies. All these characteristics are what emerging markets are, right? Emerging markets have these characteristics. And there are so many, but these are just a few. Now, we have such certain acronyms of countries that are booming or that are growing um, very fast. We have the BRIC, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China. You can see them here. You can see the MENA. You can see the MINT. All these are, are, are groups um, of countries that are growing very fast um, with their economies. There are so many more, but these are just a few. Now, how are multinationals responding? All right. So I, I showed you the map of Africa. I showed you the map of the world and how GDP is growing in Africa. You can realize that most multinationals are moving to Africa. All right. How can we more effectively find customer needs in fast-paced markets or in emerging markets? Can we look more carefully at aspirations? Because if economies are growing very fast, um, how can we carefully look at aspirations in order to design to meet aspirations? So what are the characteristics of people in emerging markets? And I'll just talk about the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And this is by 
Abraham Maslow. We all know some of us have heard of this um, concept already. He says, man is a perpetually wanting animal. All right. And our wants and our needs grow from one stage to another. All right. It's the same for developed and emerging markets. So this theory just shows how human needs or human wants grow um, from, from one, one phase to another. All right. And take note. All these are aspirations. Most individuals or people aspire when they are at the physiological stage, they aspire to get to the esteem stage. They don't want to stay where they are. All right. So this tells you something little about aspirations. Okay. So in the West, data is easily available. So companies can easily understand aspirations. Company can create aspirations. Company can awaken aspirations. All right. Unfortunately, in the emerging markets, it's not like that. So how easy is it to get data of aspiration in emerging markets? How can you go about that? So with aspiration engineering for emerging markets, a lot of design thinking is needed. So aspirations are a hope or ambition of achieving something, you know, right? And to know this hope and to know this ambition, you have to delve or step into the shoes of the users to try and understand their needs and wants and some of the insights and aspirations of these users to be able to understand aspirations, to be able to create aspirations, to be able to awaken aspirations. So if you see this lady, people's aspirations live outside their social cultural context, all right? So if you just look within their social cultural context, you might miss certain things. You have to look outside. And what technique or what strategy or what tool um, can help you really look outside is using design thinking and how you can delve deep into users and understanding how they live and how they they, they use products. So the question is, what does she aspire in life? The, the lady you see in, on the screen, all right? And how can designers get to her aspirations? The answer is um, using the T-shaped thinking and aspiration engineering leads to a point of view. And the T-shaped thinking just talks about how it's okay to think analytically to analyze stuff, but not just that, you also have to apply empathy, all right, stepping into the shoes of the user. Not just that, you also have to use your intuition because you're stepping into the shoes of someone else. You don't have to leave your intuition out. You have to use your intuition as well. And because sometimes your intuition might be wrong, you have to experiment, you have to test. And all this leads to a point of view. And what is a point of view? A point of view is, Understanding the user, understanding their needs, and then the insights you got from research. All right. So the goal is um, T-shaped thinking and understanding aspirations all lead to a point of view statement. And point of view statements help you really delve deep to understand what the aspirations of users are. In the next phase of the video, I'll be giving some examples of some point of view statement and some projects um, organizations did in order to understand aspirations and in order to develop solutions to meet those aspirations.